1: everyone, my name is Max Stokes and I run the Villa on Tour YouTube channel. I'm an Aston Villa fan who goes week in, week out, every single game, home and away. I do match day vlogs on my YouTube channel as well. I will be there on New Year's Day at the Tottenham Hotspur Stadium in the away end. So any Tottenham fans, please feel free to go over to the Villa on Tour YouTube channel. Go and subscribe over there. I'm very, very close to 50k, so any support on that will be massively appreciated indeed. So then, Aston Villa season so far. How's that gone? Um... Yeah, pretty pretty up and down. I think we started it, obviously, with Steven Gerrard. That didn't go too well. We'll touch on that in a little bit. But since Emery's come in, it's been very encouraging. We can see the signs are there. So... Like I said, I think it is encouraging. The signs are there. We can see a clear way we're trying to play. Hopefully, there's a bit of progression. Um, And yeah, I'd I'd take a top-half finish this season because Gerard left us in a pretty horrible state. So, I think after the World Cup break, we've had that time to sort of work on Emery's systems, potentially get a couple of players in. Not major surgery, but a couple of players in in January and go from there, really. So, what do fans expect this season? Um, I think, like I've already touched on, it's not going to happen overnight under Emery. But... I think he's got to steady the ship. We came 14th last season and that was when we were massively inconsistent. We've already been that this season, but Emery's only had three games in charge. So I think if we can break into that top 10, I think Villa fans will be more than happy, 100%. Um, I don't think there's any expectation to do what Newcastle have done and get that top four, top six, top eight. Maybe potentially get into that top eight because it is so tight this season. Teams like Fulham, Brighton are up there. So, but yeah, I'd be happy with 10th. I would. And then you get that summer transfer window out of the way, a couple of additions, and then we go again the following season. So, top half for me. I'll take that. So, how can you expect Villa to set up and what are the differences under Emery? I think, like I've already said... He's so adaptable during games and he can see what's going on the pitch and he can adapt to that, which I think we haven't had um, with a Villa manager for years and years and years, not just Gerard. So even for that, that Man United game, we've already touched on the, the 3-1 win. He... Saw we were winning. He saw we were majorly. Well, I would not say majorly, but we were under the cash. We were losing. We were winning three-one. Sorry, and he brought on defenders. He went six at the back. I think towards the end of that game. So it was encouraging. He's adaptable. Um, but in terms of how we set up, it changes. It's quite hard to see because it changes in game all the time. Four, five, six times within a game. I think he sets up basically 4-2-2-2, which fits the players we've got. It fits the team. So yeah, I'd I'd say 4-2-2-2, but players do move within their positions and it it is all over the place, but in a good way. So then, from an outsider's point of view, from a Villa fan's point of view, what have I made of Tottenham? What have I made of Conte as Tottenham boss? I like Conte. I think a little bit similar to Emery. I think he's got that Um, credentials. He's a winner. He's done it before on the continent. He's done it before in this country at Chelsea. He did a very good job there, Um, obviously winning the Premier League with them as well. Um, I fancy him to win a trophy with Tottenham. I think if anyone's going to do it, it's going to be him. Obviously, it's been a a hell of a long time for Tottenham. Um, Not quite as long as Aston Villa, but there you go. But yeah, this season as well, I think they've been a little bit up and down Um, Tottenham I think they could potentially break into that Champions League but yeah I think there are teams that are a little bit stronger for example Liverpool had a tough start to the season but they're coming up now Man United are finding a little bit of form Chelsea are finding a little bit of form so Tottenham might struggle to keep up for me and get themselves into that top four but if they can get themselves sorted out Conte can get a little bit of consistency with Tottenham I think they could potentially get there but there is a lot of competition up there this season Now, I've been asked this question. I think this is a little bit harsh. My favourite moments from Tottenham Villa games over the years, there haven't been that many. There haven't been that many from from my point of view. Um, We've got a pretty horrendous record against Tottenham, Um, especially at Villa Park. We got pumped last season. I think it was 4-0 in the end. The one that sticks out for me, not in a good way, is just before lockdown in 2020 when we lost 3-2. Son scoring a last-minute winner at Villa Park after it went under Engels' foot. Not a good one. Not a good one. But a couple of bright moments. I think 1-0 at White Hart Lane. Ben scoring the header in 2015. Um, That was on my birthday. I really, really enjoyed that one. But we haven't had too many happy memories against Tottenham. So I'm not a fan of that question, Chris. Not a fan. So, standout players this season for Aston Villa. I think the standout one that 100% speaks for itself is Emi Martinez. Um, unreal. What he's done for Argentina, winning the World Cup with his country. Absolutely love it. I love the bloke. I think he's probably our most high-profile player now. And, yeah, speaks for itself really, doesn't it? Mati Cash, what he's done with Poland in the World Cup. Fantastic. Um, but the one that I'm probably most excited about is Jacob Ramsey. He's got that something that... Nobody else in the Villa team's got that ability to carry the ball. He's so, so good and he's still really young. So he's got that potential for me to get into that England squad at some point. And yeah, he's just an absolute joy to watch. He's got that goal scoring streak in him, which he didn't have a couple of years ago. We didn't, well, I especially didn't really know what, he kind of was as a footballer, um, but he's, he's matured since then. He's still got a long way to go, but yeah, fantastic player. And another one I want to mention as well is Bubakar Kamara. He is a different class, absolutely different class. I'm still surprised we managed to land him, and especially for a free in the summer. That is probably one of the signings of the Premier League in that summer. It was it was brilliant. So yeah, a lot to be excited about, but those are the standout players for me this season for Villa.
2: Ever catch yourself eating the same flavourless dinner three days in a row? Dreaming of something better? Well.
0: Picture the scene. All of your mates around, you've got your McNugget share boxes ready to go. Partner this with your team playing champagne football. Perfect. Order McDelivery now on the McDonald's app. There's nothing quite like a McDelivery. At participating restaurants, 18 plus, serving times, delivery fee and terms apply. See mcdonalds.com.
1: So my thoughts on Gerard go in. I think it had to be done. I think it 100% had to be done. It was so, so the same repetitive week in week out no matter who you were going up against it was the same system it was not even the same players it was he didn't really know what to do he didn't know how to utilize his players he was switching he didn't give players a chance to get that run they needed in the team Buendia for me he stands out he didn't get that run in the team so he couldn't find that form and that was the play that was the case for a lot of the players and he had to go he had to go he didn't know what he was doing he was so so inexperienced um so yeah it it had to be done unfortunately it was just the wrong decision at the wrong time for me appointing Steven Gerrard it was a a crazy little you know risk really it's such a massive risk and it didn't pay off and like I said he had to go how things been since good I think like I've already touched on under Emery you can see the plan you can see the system you can see what we're trying to do and it's not going to work overnight I think we all know that we have to be patient but you can see there's signs and I think it's so refreshing to see a manager make five subs and try and make a change and be adaptable during games because Gerard was just not that man. So it's encouraging. It's not going to happen overnight, but beating Man United for the first time in 27 years in his, in his first Premier League game. It's exciting times, it is, and he is an elite manager. He's a winner, so I'm excited. Where do Villa need to improve on in the upcoming January transfer window? I don't think there needs to be major surgery. I think, obviously, the old cliche, is hard to get business done in January. I think we could major, majorly do some with, with some additions in the summer, potentially. Maybe one, two, or three. There might be a couple in January. Depends if it's, it's available. It depends if we can do it. But in terms of positions, I think sub-goalkeeper, please. We need a very decent backup to Martinez. Olsen just isn't that guy. He's not confident. He's not good with his feet. He seems to concede an unbelievable amount of goals whenever he does play, even if they're not his fault. He just doesn't instill confidence for me at all. So backup goalkeeper, there's been talk about left-back. Luca Dean has been fairly average this season. Maybe give him a bit of competition. Um, Potentially a striker. Watkins has been struggling. Um, But yeah, I think we need a winger as well, 100% a winger at some point, because Gerrard seems to have sold them all, and we've only got Leon Bailey. So a winger, striker, left-back goalkeeper... Yeah, something like that. But, yeah, don't think there needs to be major surgery, despite the fact I've just listed off about five positions. I don't think any of them, or majority of them, are, like, serious, serious priorities. Are there any Villa players that I think could get in the Tottenham team? I think Martinez would, the goalkeeper, without doubt. I think Lloris is getting to that point now. I think we all know he's getting to that point. Obviously, we saw it in the World Cup final as well, who came out on top there. Um, apart from that, Diego Carlos potentially would. Whether he'd pick up that severe form after his injury, I'm not too sure. Bubakar Kamara, I think, would stand a very, very good chance as well because of that absolute class that he shows whenever he's on the ball. Bailey potentially, is a bit of squad depth for Tottenham. I think they're very stocked going forward um, in terms of wingers, Kulusevski, son as well. So I'm not sure. But yeah, definitely Martinez, Diego Carlos, Kamara for me. That That's what I'd say. Potentially Luka Dean when he's on form. But those are the three that I'll go with. What Tottenham players worry me? Again, I think this speaks for itself. Harry Kane, Jungmin Son. Both of them have got unbelievable records against Aston Villa. Um, Kane, big fan of him. Son is one of my favourite players outside of Villa in the Premier League. When he's on form... He is just an absolute joy to watch. He is so, so good to watch. Quick, scores some unbelievable goals. All different types of goals as well. So, big fan of him. Kuluzewski is a big, big player for me as well. Really, really threatening. Um, But yeah, Benton core. We were linked with him in that midfield. I think he could cause problems. But yeah, defensively, I think Tottenham could potentially be got at. Just going forward, they do have a lot of threats. So, come the end of the season, where do I think both teams will finish? Like I've already said, I think Villa, if we can get in that top 10, I'd be absolutely more than happy with that. Tottenham, whether they can get in that top four, I'm not sure. I'd go Villa 10th and Tottenham 5th. So then, my predicted lineup for New Year's Day away at Tottenham. Martinez comes back in, which is huge. Cash will come back in after he was rested against Liverpool, obviously because he was at the World Cup. Concert, Mings, Dean speaks for itself. Louise and Kamara in that midfield. If Ramsey's fit, and I really, really hope he is, he will start, but I'm, I'm not sure he will. Potentially come off the bench. But yeah, I don't think he'll start against Tottenham, which is a big doubt for us, a big loss for us. McGinn keep his place. Buendia and Coutinho, those two fighting for the same position. Both of them not really finding too much form. I think he'll stick with Buendia just to get that little bit of consistency, give him that sort of regular game time to hopefully get him up to form. Uh, Bailey will start up top. I think he's one of the only bits of pace that we've got in the team. And then Watkins and Ings, he could probably flip a coin, but I think he'll go with Watkins because he scored against Liverpool. It's a really good goal against Liverpool that he scored, to be fair, but he did miss quite a few chances. He could have scored four or five in that game, to be totally honest with you. Predict I don't know. We don't normally turn up against Tottenham, which does what, which does worry me, but Emery, he's got a plan. So I'll go with a scrappy 1-0 Villa win with Ollie Watkins to get the goal. I think a clean sheet will be a big ass. Tottenham starts slow, so it wouldn't surprise me if we are winning at half-time and then Tottenham come back, which has happened, I think it happened in our first game back in the Premier League um, when John McGinn scored early and then Tottenham came back. So a similar, similar sort of game to that, I might expect, but... I'll be positive and I'll go with the 1-0 win. Thank you so much for having me on, Chris. Really do appreciate it. Um, and yeah, one more thing to say, up the villa.